immediately whipped it out again. The porridge was even hotter than usual, which meant there was almost no chance of beating the record he'd set yesterday. Still, he ought to give it a go. He watched the kitchen clock, waiting for the second hand to flick round to twelve. Ten, nine, eight. You've got money for lunch, have you? said Mum from behind him. Yeah, said Gil, hunched over his porridge bowl with the spoon in his hand, concentrating. Six, five, crap, yeah was the wrong answer. He'd have to find a way to get round Mum later. Three, two, one, liftoff. Gil started to shovel porridge into his mouth as fast as he could. It burnt his lips and skinned the roof of his mouth, and the gloopy stuff in the bowl glistened and oozed like pale lava. Come on, come on, thought Gil, jiggling the hot porridge between his teeth, trying to cool it down. He watched the seconds steadily flicking away. The quicker he finished his porridge, the more time there was for. Well, for what, exactly? That was the problem. It just left more time for the argument that was always sitting quietly in the spaces between him and mum and dad these days, waiting for them to come too close to each other. Then it would suddenly blaze up from nowhere, like the crackle of static electricity. Slow down, said mum. What's the hurry? You'll burn yourself. She hadn't even looked round, as far as Gil could tell. How did she know he was eating too fast? He swallowed the last lump of porridge and noted the time. Two minutes twenty-four. Disappointing. Nowhere near his personal best. And it would drag his average down too. Dad swept into the kitchen and grabbed his phone from the top of the fridge. I'm off, he said. Gil, your job when you come home from school is to tidy your room, please. It's a complete tip. You went in my room, said Gil. The door was open, said Dad. So, it's my room. I decide who's allowed in. Oh, really, said Dad. Is that so? Well, it doesn't alter the fact that your room is a mess and needs tidying. Gil looked up properly and saw Dad. Dad in his smart but casual work gear. Always black trousers and a blue jumper, with his phone in one hand and his laptop in the other, and that look of invincible rightness on his face, and felt the zap of electricity.